0: Flavor Odyssey. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of a Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Co-host Randy Griggs. We're coming to you from Lot B, Cigar Dojo Studio. Randy,
1: for episode N. How are you feeling today? I am doing fantastic. I'm excited to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah. Excited, <laughs> and happy to be here.
0: Andy, every time episode N, as in uh, Nakatomi Plaza. Ooh,
1: that's a good one for it's right for the holidays. It's well played. How do you
0: feel about uh, Die Hard? Is that a Christmas movie? To you? Absolutely. What makes a Christmas movie?
1: Um, yippee I- I- <laughs> <laughs> It's yippee yay Yipp- But what did I say? You said Yippee-aye. I mean, oh, whatever. It's. What does no? I mean, anything really that has a. Because I've seen that one. I've actually had that argument this week with my family. Uh, My sister thinks I'm nuts to think that that's a a legitimate Christmas film. Mm. Um, I mean, every scene, practically, they're referencing the holidays.
0: Have you seen the... uh, I shared it on Facebook. The production company or marketing company or whatever. I don't know if it's like the 30th anniversary of that movie or whatever it was. Or they're re-releasing it on Blu-ray or something. And they came out with a trailer... Laser disc. And, yes, and there. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the point was, but it was a trailer of it. But they posed it as a Christmas movie, <clears throat> so instead of like an action adventure, they, it was like they played the Christmas music and kind nice. of stuff.
1: Oh, I did yeah. see that. I did. I did follow that
0: link. The the one that really gets me though is Lethal Weapon. Is Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie? No. But it takes place at Christmas. No. Very similar. No. At the end when. Uh, when uh, Martin Riggs, not Griggs, Riggs, that's pretty close though. Yeah, you know he's I fighting think, the guy on the on the lawn. Is that uh,
1: Gary Busey that he's fighting? Uh, you don't, don't know. know. You don't, he doesn't. Oh, know Oh, I this know movie Gary well. Busey. Uh, yeah. I Gary do Busey's remember nuts. seeing somebody make an argument for that being a Christmas time film. Mm. I've never thought of it as one, mm. but obviously. It is Christmas time. Yes, and this is probably. our... Well, I got excited right there. This is this is our last episode
0: before Christmas. Yes, uh, Christmas is exactly one week from today. Correct. So, Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas, Happy holidays, indeed. Uh, yes. And we we brought out our snazzy Christmas gear. Uh, Randy making me look bad as usual. <laughs> I uh, I shot Randy a text before we decided to record today, and I was like, "Hey, we're wearing ugly Christmas sweaters tonight, by the way." And he says, "Well, do you happen to have an extra one?" And uh, we're we're not that far off in size, but you're, Randy's much more muscular than I am, so well. m- mine wouldn't necessarily fit, so Randy's like, okay, I'll just go buy a suit. <laughs> I'll go buy a Christmas suit. <laughs> he actually got it tailored this morning, Yep, yep. and uh, very well done, but uh, yeah, we wanted to have a little fun with the uh, Christmas episode. <clears throat> and speaking of a Christmas episode, we don't have the uh, the prop here, but we've got some giveaways going on today. Randy, you want to tell everybody in the audience... Um, about the giveaway. I know you told them during the
1: live. Yes, but yes. But give them some details on that. So hopefully you guys follow along on Cigar Dojo on our Facebook page enough that you did see the live video we did uh, earlier in the week um, announcing that uh, Rob and I were feeling ambivalent and grateful for the holidays, for all the support that we get here for Flavor Odyssey. Uh, we wanted to do uh, a Christmas giveaway ourselves uh, a little bit separate from the Secret Santa thing. We just wanted to do a, a, a giveaway. So uh, we try to make it as easy, as easy as possible. If you tune in live to this show right now. Right and, now. Uh, and just comment. Just participate in the show. You know, say something. Say what's up. Say, hey, dojo. And hashtag flavor od. Uh, right at the end of the show, we'll uh, bookmark all the comments that took place. We'll put all the names of people that uh, hashtag flavor OD into a randomizer, and we will randomly pick out two winners to win an X. Ex- ex- Zycar. A Zycar. Yeah. Thank you. Zycar. A Zycar gift pack that is going to have a five cigar travel humidor, a travel ashtray, a X2 cutter, and a waterproof uh, torch. Windproof. It's both. It's both. It has, like, this outer case. I think,
0: to be clear, though, it
1: won't light underwater. No. No, it won't light underwater. <laughs> so, if you happen to be in
0: the pool wanting to light your cigar underwater, that's not going to work. No. Yeah. No. For I, for many reasons. I was going to say, but, I think the humidity yeah. level of the cigar <laughs> may exceed. It's a little high.
1: <laughs> a little high. Uh, but, actually... Um, To cap it off as an even bigger prize, uh, something I didn't say in the live, I realized I had forgotten to mention, that my intention is actually to fill those travel humidors.
0: Yeah, they may or may not be full of uh, cigars that uh, may or may not come from our own personal humidors. Maybe. That's really all I can say about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these, these cigars might be really aged to perfection.
1: Perfectly aged cigars Will there be any sweet-tipped cigars? Ooh Maybe A wooden tip, maybe? Ooh, yeah Yeah Yeah, We we don't even own any of those I'm just just kidding (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's been a long time since I've had one of those (laughs) But, yeah, so that's We just, we The show's been going for I don't know how long Whatever episode we're on N, I don't know what number that is I don't know what letter it is I don't know the number I believe but this is our 15th show. Sure. And we're, so it's. Could be our 14th. Yeah. I mean, it's been a few months, and the, uh, the response from you guys has been great, and the support's been great. So we just wanted to give a little bit back to you guys uh, and gals for tuning in and supporting the show. That's right. And when are we giving the, or announcing the winners? Um, we'll do a live video okay. tomorrow or Friday okay. ish. But should we do it? Should we announce them during Smoke Night Live?
1: Oh, great. That might be fun. This guy. This guy and his ideas. Not just a hat rack. <laughs> there you go. That's a, that's a great idea. So we will, um, uh, we'd love for you guys to tune in live to Smoke Night Live on Friday at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, we will do um, We'll, we'll do the, giveaway do the then. announcement. We'll announce the winners. then. Yeah. And we
0: may or may not be on the show. Right. But it's a hard it will maybe. Be announced. A hard maybe for me. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, episode N. So yeah, that's wanted to get that out of the way. So mm-hmm. yeah, not out of the way, but you know what I mean. So yeah, just make a comment, you'll be entered to win. Random uh, randomly select these winners for a pretty sweet prize pack. So <coughs> we're about ten minutes in, we haven't even mentioned the cigar, or the beer, or anything. It's kind of a that's kind of what we do. Here we did say episode M N though. We N uh, not M. Nakatomi. N. Nakatomi Plaza. So the cigar we're smoking today is from a, a little-known blender named A.J., is it Fernandez? It is. It is. A.J. Fernandez, <laughs> uh, the, the New World from A.J. Fernandez. Now, this is, when it was originally released, was just called New World. Now it's New World Oscuro because the line has expanded since then. Randy, this cigar originally came out in 2014.
1: It was 14? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 2014. Okay. According to my uh, the interwebs here. <coughs> And this, uh, so that's the cigar we're smoking. The beer, Randy, that we're drinking was recommended mm, yes. to us.
1: From oh, our loyal listeners.
0: Yes, from one of our loyal listeners whose name is escaping me right now. I thought it was Patrick. No, it wasn't Patrick. Chad? No. Um, now I'm on the spot. Anyway, it's from North Coast Brewing. <coughs> oh, it's Chris. It's Chris. It Chris, oh, yes. yes, Chris Flood. Yes, Chris Flood, Flood thank California. You. Thank, yeah. you. thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, Chris. Uh, he suggested this for our O episode. We actually went with it for N. Visit North North Coast Brewing, Old Stock Ale 2019. Randy, uh, what's
1: uh, what are some of the specs on this one? Uh, so this beer is uh, 10.3% alcohol. Is it really? It really is. Holy crap! Uh, I believe it's 64 IBUs. Uh, Randy,
0: I'm going to differ with you there, buddy. Really? That's 10.2.
1: Oh my goodness! This guy. The details, oh, you're right. son. Shoot. <laughs> uh that's why that's why I I mix up my threes. Uh mm-hmm. 10.2 ABV, 34 IBUs. And stylistically it is an old ale. Uh historically was also old ales and stock ales are actually the exact same style. So uh, would you say that old stock is redundant? It absolutely is. So you, and you see see they trademarked that name. Hmm. Um, so stylistically you could call it either an old ale or a stock ale Uh, so its name is old stock ale that's all Uh, but the um, let me talk about the beer now yeah what the hell why not right so north coast actually if I may north coast It's um, as you guys know I'm in the beer industry done this my whole life and and, uh, marketing and sales of beer is uh, not only a passion but uh, something that really is fascinating to me of how brands work, uh, what brands do to find success. And I would tell you, I've all often used North Coast as an example of a brand that's been successful doing something that you would normally say you never do this. Um, North Coast isn't that well known as a brewery name in general but each one of their beers is such a strong standalone brand mm-hmm. that they've really kind of broken the mold. Typically you'd say like a lot of breweries just name their beers by the style, right? You know, we're, we're Rob and Randy's Brewery and we've got an IPA, we've got a pale ale. What we're selling and branding is Robin Randy's Brewery. Uh, North Coast goes a different route. So some of the beers that you might've heard of from North Coast are Old Rasputin, uh, Scrimshaw Pilsner, um, uh, Blue Star, uh, Pilsner. I think maybe that one's just called Lager No, it's Blue Star Pilsner. Um, in any event, each of their beers. I mean, Old Old Rasputin is one of the most iconic, classic mm-hmm. uh, craft beers in the world, um, and most people wouldn't even be able to tell you who the brewery that brews it is. So it's, it's just interesting to me that they've been able to find so much success in just branding the individual beers. Oh, and um, uh, Prankster. Is there Belgian Golden Strong? They do the Thelonious Monk one. They too, right? they do uh, Brother Thelonious. Uh, that's right. Kind of similar to the uh, the way the, the brewery that you work for uh, yeah. does the name. Yeah, absolutely. But um, but in any event, so North Coast makes some uh, world class, top notch beers. They've had a lot of success. They are based out of Fort Bragg, California, which is a beautiful little coastal uh, town uh, up the coast, of California, right, in in the Redwood forests. Um, so this beer right here, uh, an old ale uh, by definition is going to be um, an English style ale that is um, known for being aged for great lengths of time in large vats. And so in order to keep a beer from spoiling over a long amount of time, you got to get the alcohol pretty high. You, got the, you have to get the hops pretty high. Hops work as a, as a natural preservative for beer, as does alcohol. So uh, so those are going to be two characteristics you're always going to find in these beers. And then you start getting uh, flavor contributions from the, the kind of uh, symptoms of aging a beer over a great amount of time. So oxidation uh, plays a part into it. And so you get um, some of that kind of Venice, almost wine-like character. In uh, reading up on these beers, you see a lot of uh, references to port wine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, where you get that kind of old, musty, oxidized, uh, uh, kind of winy character. All obviously, being you know north of ten percent alcohol, uh-huh. you, you can see w- where you make those parallels. And this is stylistically in the same category as a barley wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that uh, the differences between this and a barley wine uh, would be uh, some of those oxidation characters as well as having a lower uh, hop rating uh, because while they do put a lot of hops in it initially, a lot of those aromas kind of fall out and become much more subdued over the greater uh, aging period where in a, in a barley wine you're drinking that a little bit younger, a little bit newer, the hops still have a um, little bit more aromatic presence in, in, the, in the overall um, presence of the beer. But um, attenuation is a word that I usually steer clear of because I feel like it's sometimes overused in craft beer circles. Um, attenuation is a measurement of sugar eaten by the yeast in the beer. And so, you know, we talk often about um, how dry a beer may be or how viscous a beer might be. That's a, a reference to the body you know how thick the texture of the liquid is on your palate Um, well when a beer is very well attenuated it means the the sugars have all been eaten by the yeast uh, and what the end result is is a dry beer Um, so this is a low attenuation beer using the english yeast they're not as Uh, strong of fermenters as American yeast. So American ales tend to be a little bit drier, a little bit cleaner on the palate, where the English ale yeast um, doesn't eat quite as much of the sugar, leaves a little bit sweeter, uh, more full-bodied beer in its wake. What do you think?
0: I think that's fantastic. All right. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, To get back to your initial point that you were making, how they how they tend to brand their individual beers. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect example. When Chris messaged me, he says, hey, you guys probably have a beer for O already, but Old Stock Ale. He was referencing the name of the beer as opposed to the... So it's whatever they do, it's working. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely working. Absolutely. And uh, I've actually pushed to have Old Rasputin our, uh, our beer for O, but I think we've already, we've already posted those up on the website now, so we could probably just... Anyway, uh, it would probably oh, yeah. be, t- be too much beer, I think. For the cigar that we're going to be smoking. So, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, that's for the next episode, which will probably air on New Year's Day, I think. But we, we plan. as we said, we're taking Christmas off because uh, it's a family show. <laughs> it's a family <laughs> show. So, to get into the cigar a little bit, Randy, um, <clears throat> New World from AJ Fernandez, and you know what's coming. 150% of you have smoked an AJ Fernandez cigar, whether you knew it or not. Exactly. That's whether the you knew it or not, you've smoked something from AJ Fernandez. Um, You know, it's funny. I went back and I was, while doing some research for the show, I I was reminded of the first interview I did with AJ at IPCPR. Now, this was PCA, not PAC. We've learned that. (laughs) At IPCPR, this was a while ago, so this was uh, Cigar Federation days, and uh, AJ doesn't speak English, Mm -hmm. or doesn't speak a lot of English. Right. So the interview was through an interpreter. And I was kind of nervous because this was my first time talking with AJ and I've been smoking his cigars like I, in essence, grew up on his cigars as as a cigar smoker back when he was doing the stuff for um, uh, Cigars International, all the the diesel stuff back then and the man of war and that type of stuff. And I said, so the first thing I said, and this was like my line that I thought was just going to get me in and would set off the whole interview. So I said, hey, you know, uh, AJ, I want to thank you for, you know, teaching me about and uh, about Nicaraguan tobacco and like building this love for Nicaraguan tobacco. And I look at the translator and he just looks right back at me. doesn't translate it at all. Doesn't say that to AJ at all. Just is like waiting for a question. I was very disappointed. Huh. It was a great interview. It was very insightful. And AJ didn't respond. He just. Well, no, he he, didn't, he just kind of stood there. And it was it was a little awkward. It's the first time I had done anything with uh, with an interpreter or a translator. I don't know the same thing. And uh, it was just, uh, and I said that, and there was like an awkward like three or four seconds where the guy was just like, uh huh, and and <laughs> you gonna give me a question? I'm like, all right, we'll move on. Anyway, that was that's the only time I've interviewed AJ. Actually, we didn't get a chance to interview him uh, at the show. We've never seen him in an interview.
1: He must not do much.
0: Yeah, maybe not. We can have you interview him. You speak Spanish.
1: Yeah, that would be boom.
0: dope. We'll do it next year. <laughs> uh, we did have... Uh, I can't remember the, the gentleman that we interviewed this
1: year. Uh, but he was... Hirochi like Rowena. Ro- N- Hirochi Rowena. No, for, for
0: AJ. For oh, AJ, oh. When we did the interview there. But they, inter-
1: they introduced
0: the New World Cameroon this year. That was, uh, that was the, the, the big release there. Anyway, we're talking about the New World Squirrel. Came out in 2014 line has since expanded there's a connecticut there is one that's called special puro or, or something to that effect this is a nicaraguan puro as well but that that third one is puro especial something like that and then they added the cameroon <coughs> cameroon wrapper this year this particular cigar like i said nicaraguan puro randy so it features 100 percent nicaraguan tobacco nicaraguan oscuro wrapper mm-hmm. how do you feel about that
1: I, I feel like there's. You I, have said anything I have some questions. I have some questions. Yeah, exactly. So it's.
0: When you tell me it's a Nicaraguan Oscuro wrapper, I know that the tobacco came from Nicaragua and it's dark. That's all I got. That's is all I told you. Is it Habano? Is, is it, it. Yeah. Is it. Uh, who knows? It could be anything. Piloto Cubano? It could be. I think it's probably Habano. Right. Based on you know, some of the flavor profile we're getting, but it would be nice if they told us mm-hmm. uh, the binder Nicaraguan. is from Jalapa. Also, it's just Nicaraguan Jalapa and the uh, fillers Condega, Esteli and Ometepe. So I believe that's all four growing regions mm-hmm. in Nicaragua. We don't right. see a lot of Ometepe. No, it's no. Ometepe is an Island true in Lake Nicaragua, right? And Lake Nicaragua is gigantic. There's sharks in Lake Nicaragua. Really? Yeah. Bull sharks. Huh. Crazy, right? That is wild, crazy. You, when you see it, if you've ever you've been to you've never been down. It's nope. in uh, it's not up Estelí's up in the mountains mm-hmm. where most people go uh, on trips, but uh, Lake Nicaragua is down near Granada, where I've spent you know a fair oh, amount of time, okay. and there it's just like you just drive up. It looks like you're driving up to the ocean. It's right. crazy. It's huge. Huh. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, Ometepe. It's a volcanic island, no yes. less. I and can tell the, you. And the the uh, soil there, Randy, is something that I know you want to talk about.
1: Yeah, well, um, you know, for my first review that I've done for Cigar Dojo, I actually did... Uh, you did a review? I did do a review.
0: The one you started back in April? That yeah. uh, finally got published, <laughs> huh? Wow. Up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so actually, uh, yeah, I reviewed the, uh, the Placencia uh, Alma del Fuego, which was um, an ode to... The Ometepe growing region is the Placencia family had pioneered uh, premium cigar tobacco on that island. Previous to them showing up, only cigarette tobacco had ever been grown there, and so um, so uh, the island of Ometepe actually is home of two of Nicaragua's nineteen active volcanoes. Mm. Uh, so it's not just volcanic soil but it's, uh, it's actually uh, yeah yeah <laughs> they're, they're, they're rumbling and the shaking and as a result of um, this island being what it is it actually is known for having extremely uh, rich earth uh, the the real high mineral content in the soil which is why you don't necessarily see a ton of uh, tobacco coming off of there because it is so strong in its um, and it's, uh, w- kind of wet earth flavors and mineral high, high mineral contents lead to, uh, a flavor profile that's, uh, can be fairly minerally, um, in the tobacco. And so, um, uh, but I think they did a really good job with that cigar, uh, delivering uh, a more complex flavor than uh, just that. But, um. So they they use a little bit of that here for the AJ Fernandez New World. you Yeah, say. there's a little Ometepe in
0: there in the in the filler. Um, <coughs> yeah, even on their website, the AJ Fernandez or AJ's AJF wrapper, dark Nicaragua. <laughs> nice, <laughs> I love it. Uh, the binder uh, Jalapa, like I said, filler Ometepe, Condega, and Esteli. Available in four sizes: five and a half by 55 Robusto and a Bellicoso. Toro, 6.5 by 55, which is what we're smoking, is box press. Indeed. And there's a Gordo, it's a 6 by 58. Not quite a 6 by 60, but damn near. Uh, and like I said, there's the Connecticut, <coughs> there is the Puro Special, and there is the Cameroon. The Cameroon I have not smoked yet. I would like to get uh, my hands on that and give that one a try. But Cameroon it, like it, seems to be hot this year. It's a big deal.
1: Yeah. Like four or five cigars that have come out with a Cameroon edition. Well, there's the Baca. Indeed. And the Warhead Zone? War Warzone. Warhead is a different one. Yes, from the same manufacturer. Correct. Espinosa. Espinosa. The Warzone, mm-hmm. I've heard good things. It
0: is tasty. That one is just, Randy, you're special because uh, that one's just now hitting the market. Yeah. And you're already telling me that it's tasty.
1: <laughs> yeah, We. Uh, uh, I got a chance to go down with uh, Eric and Jordan, the Cigar Dojo crew, and cover La Zona Palooza this year, mm. and so uh, the attendees of that event got a a pre-release sneak oh, uh, tasting um, of that cigar. And I actually just got my uh, my notification from Neptune Cigars that my uh, box shipped today. Of course you did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like I said, you've all smoked an A.J. Fernandez cigar, whether you know it yes. or not. Uh, A.J. born in Cuba. Uh, born in the San Luis area of Cuba, which is... Uh, of Pinar del Rio, oh! I don't know anything about Cuban geography, like nothing. Well, you I know, know Pinar
1: del Rio is the Valley of Tobacco. I know that, yeah,
0: but I, I couldn't tell you where that
1: is. It's on the, on the western island. Uh, yeah. side of. The Have you island. been to Cuba? No, but I I study tobacco, so oh. and the geography of oh, Cuba okay. was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Randy. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, So it's it's kind of like a an elongated uh, island island like yeah. this and yeah it's it's on the western looks just like that it looks just like and that and it's over here yeah exactly. perfect exactly i'm
0: glad we cleared that up <laughs> in 2003 aj moved to nicaragua started a, a small little factory i think he had six rollers <clears throat> at the beginning and he didn't make his own cigars he was making stuff for rocky patel uh, cigars international uh, a bunch of other brands that uh, like I said, Diesel was uh, Cigars International brand back in the day, uh, which is now owned by General Cigar. Right, and I think he still blends those. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
1: the uh, and Justin Andrews, it's yeah. like those two—they're—they're uh, they're
0: hanging out right now. Actually, I saw is that right? Justin post—he's down or or fairly recently he posted some pictures on. Yeah, I've you know, heard Facebook. Justin
1: talk about it. Like they're—they run the the whole plan for Diesel now, and they come up with. Uh, I think uh, Justin's been the one acquiring the barrels and. Getting AJ to do some uh, some barrel aging for those uh, the two that came out last year and Mm. this year that that have been real hot the sherry cask yeah that came out this year what was last year's called the um, it was I know it's rabbit hole bourbon
0: might have just been the whiskey
1: whiskey row whiskey row is what it's called yeah not the whiskey rebellion no that's different that's a different company
0: anyway. So that was AJ for a while. In uh, 2000, ooh, I think it's 2011, he came out with San Latano, which was his first. Oh, was that the first yeah, one? San Latano okay. Oval was the shape of that one, if you remember the San Latano Oval, which was really cool. It was kind of, it was almost like a soft box press with a round head. It was very comfortable to smoke. I haven't smoked an Oval in a long time. Huh. And that actually, in 2012, the next year... <coughs> Was uh, the number twenty-five cigar on the the cigar aficionado oh, that right? top twenty-five list? And from there, whew, took off. Bigger factory making cigars for, like we said, freaking everybody. Just got the number one cigar from Cigar Journal, Journal mm-hmm. and that was the Bella Artes Maduro. the robusto Dola, size yep. they had another one on that list too, and I have it here in my notes. If I can pull it up, but we're smoking I this new world. The it was. It might have been. Let me uh, let's let's take a look here. So number one, yeah, the Bella Artes uh, Maduro Robusto, and he had another one here, but I'm gonna have to scroll through. So why don't you talk about something?
1: Oh, okay. Uh What, what
0: kind of flavor uh, profile you get? I'm gonna put you on the spot.
1: Oh well, I wanted to keep talking about A.J. Oh, since keep talking about on the spot. Him, um, you know, okay. I don't want to be on the spot. <laughs> Is that what you just said? So no, to the point. Um, I have smoked at least half a dozen different brands. It was a San Latano. Yeah, Dominican Maturo. Again, I. I I, I do this. Thing. That's the uh, the AJ and Hochi. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Hochi Blanco. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah uh, you know, there's a lot of great brands that, that, you know, and and even if it's not a brand that exclusively comes from an AJ uh, uh, release as from his factory, it is bewildering to me. The largest premium cigar fa- uh, brands in the world all have been clamoring for the last few years at least to have at least a cigar that comes from his factory. You know, Foundation, Wise Man Maduro uh, mm-hmm. is done exclusively at his factory. Obviously, Southern Draw uh, with Robert Holt, that mm-hmm. all comes out of AJ's factory. Um, a lot of stuff from General. A lot of know, stuff we from we General, touched on that Altidus, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, everybody seems to uh, go to AJ. And and it was funny because, you know, I'm still learning the industry and uh, figuring out how, how this all works. And so I was asking what is it about AJ's factory that makes it such an appeal and such a draw for uh, other companies to want to be able to uh, associate his name with one of their releases. And apparently, you know, it's funny that you say he started with a factory with just six rollers. Um, Nick Melillo actually did a really cool music video uh, at his factory and you, and you see them scanning the gallery floor. And and I I wouldn't even try and presume to say how many pairs of rollers there are, but I mean, it's got to be forty thousand square feet of gallery space. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. Yeah, it's massive. Uh, but uh, but they're known for they're known for their construction. You know, people people speak so highly of the construction of the cigars that come from that factory, from from the burn to the draw. It, you, I what I hear, and and I've never been able to prove it. You know, otherwise, is that it's just one of the like kind of bar none. One of the gold standards of uh of you know must be the, either the technique they're using or the way they train their rollers um i'm guessing they don't have a ton of uh turnover which you would think that everyone would be trying to poach their rollers i mean if they're that well known for um their construction you take care of your people <clears throat> sure they're not going to get sure. poached No, that's true so anything else no that's it no you're good okay <laughs>
0: I'm I'm happy to just let you just talk the whole time, <laughs> and I can just bask in the glory of your suit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's,
1: it's. Did Did you actually see? It says, um, "Merry Christmas, you filthy animal." It's a Home Alone reference. Mm-hmm. That's That's what sold me on the, on the fabric before I had it, uh, you know, now, turned into a suit. Now, honestly, like Home Alone is just as much
0: of a Christmas movie as die hard is it's the kind of the exact same thing like it's a it's a like an action movie kind of sure it just takes place in the setting of Christmas
1: right you know what i I, I want to say about home alone, same thing as like elf some of those movies were released during the Christmas season, well of course those are yeah, uh, and that I think also drives um Drive some of that. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't remember when Die Hard was released if it was a because usually like action movies like that are summer blockbusters. I think it was
0: eighty nine, or eighty eight, or eighty seven.
1: So you were, Maybe you know, 86. you you were already thirty or yeah, thirty five years old. Yeah, so you know yeah, what, yeah. you don't remember. <laughs> I'm <such a> dick.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So back to this new world, which uh, the name is in reference to christopher columbus in 1492 and finding tobacco or something to that effect i do you really care this is the this is this is this is a separate issue do you care about the name like the the idea behind the name of a cigar very much are you saying that because you work in marketing and it's important for you to care or
1: well i i would tell you i work in marketing because i care Uh, And so I kind of chased my interests and passions into my, into my career. Um, So, yeah, to me, it's really fun. And it's, it's what makes it fun to read about Christopher Columbus uh, discovering tobacco originally in Cuba. Um, You know, they they didn't teach us that in school when they taught us about Christopher Columbus finding America, they never mentioned. And then he also went to Cuba and then they found this magical leaf and, um yeah to me i i it's <laughs> a different plant i think <laughs> uh yeah no i'm I'm super into history and uh it's one of the things that draws me to, to cigars and cigar branding in general is that there is so many so much um effort to tie back to to those roots of origin and and you know it, it romanticizes the entire industry and and the uh and the engagement of smoking a cigar. This is probably my favorite like, 75, 80 seconds that we've ever recorded on this show. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Because you're totally like into it. Oh, yeah. You're totally into it. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love it. You know who's who's really into history is uh, Bear. Yeah. And he will always post on Facebook. Like, he always posts like, a lot of cigar stuff. But the stuff that I like that he posts are like random links to uh, history.com or historychannel.com where it's and it's the story behind something. And it's always topical, uh, which is a good job by the History Channel people because you've got to keep it topical as sure. you go through when you reach uh, uh, anniversaries of or whatever mm-hmm. on this date type right, of stuff. Right, right. And some of the things that he posts are really interesting. And I've, I've, I always like them. And then sometimes I get, like, I'll go down a rabbit hole of reading that. And then my entire afternoon is shot. <laughs> you know, I've got this list of things to do, but I'm stuck here reading this – history rabbit hole that bear has sent me down see
1: so. and that that tells me that you also enjoy oh the links to uh, through history absolutely and, and I what do. this all comes from and
0: i i i really do that the things that i don't like are well i i had a dream and, and in the dream I, I i had this i was blending this cigar and i woke up and i wrote down what the blend was and and then the next day, I blended this. Get out of here! And then with that you built craft. the flux capacitor. <laughs> yeah, like that kind of stuff. Like get that, get out of my face with that. But if you've got a, I mean, this has an actual real reference, and that's kind of cool because you, like you said, it might bring your attention to something that you didn't know beforehand. So I do enjoy stuff like that. Part of the job, Randy, as the host, is to put your co-host in a position to succeed.
1: Well. With that, you do a tremendous job. It's fantastic. I'm
0: not as dumb as I I pretend to be. It's part of the role. That's why they pay me the big bucks, baby. (laughs) So for me, we're about a half hour in, so we can start getting into this pairing. Yeah. This cigar, to me, I'm going to say is kind of basic Nicaraguan. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that as a negative in any way. It has tobacco from all of the... Growing regions. It doesn't highlight any of them. I feel like it probably highlights Estelí more than anything else, in my opinion. Initially, you get that kind of blast of earth and dark pepper. There's kind of a dry, um, dark chocolatey note to it. It's very well balanced. It's not overly strong. It's not overly spicy. It's not overly sweet. It's got a nice balance to it. Medium plus on the strength. I would say. Maybe full body, in the in in the body side of things, um, medium plus on the flavor. Do you disagree with any of that?
1: No, I I, I think you're, I think you're right on. Uh, you know, with the, uh, I agree. I, if you, if you had to, uh, um, you know, force me to pick uh, a more predominant flavor component, it would be the earth and, and black sure. pepper. Yeah. Um, but but you're right. It's not. Uh, balance is the best way to, to state it. It's not you know, you're not chasing the one flavor that you're so mesmerized by that's completely taking over the, the, um, total profile of, of the cigar. Um, it's all there in, in, in kind of, I don't want to say muted tones, but it's, it's very balanced, you know, it's, it's all, um, within you, you can reach out and kind of taste each one of those components, um, Uh, without any of them taking over and i do agree it it is more full body i think um, as far as intensity with with the pairing goes uh, this is a very full-bodied beer as we talked about it being somewhat sweet and uh and full in, in body it's definitely not running over the cigar um so that in and of itself kind of tells me that the body is plenty full on the cigar that it's That's doing pretty good on intensity. I think we're we're, I think we're in good shape on the intensity of the pairing in general. Uh, They're both full body. I would agree with
0: that. The price point on this is like seven to eight bucks, six to eight bucks in that range, depending on where you're buying from and, and whatever format you're buying in. You're buying singles, five packs, whatever. So very approachable. I think on all aspects. Yeah. If like this is the type of cigar that I would give to somebody if they've never smoked. Nicaraguan tobacco. So this is kind of a an entry level it is. And I know these things sound negative, right? Like entry level doesn't sound great and basic doesn't sound great. It's good tobacco. It is. And it's highlighting good tobacco. So it's a good cigar. And don't get me wrong, but it's it's the kind that if I've got somebody maybe doesn't smoke a whole lot and they've smoked like mild to medium stuff, mm-hmm. more Dominican stuff, uh, and they want to try something that's got a bit more spice and kick to it. Yep. This is probably a good uh, step towards you know getting into your roma craft and that kind of thing right, that's, right. that's if you give that to somebody that's right off the bat it's going to kick them in the butt a little bit this is just a nice little maybe like a warm up yeah into nicaraguan tobacco
1: no i th- i think that's totally reasonable to say because i i mean at this point it's almost uh just conceded that uh nicaraguan tobacco is is some of the, best in the world. full f- yes <laughs> uh, but m- more full flavored mm. than um say your dominican or your honduran uh, tobacco so to say um that it's characteristic of nicaraguan tobacco in and of itself almost it's without saying says yeah. it's pretty full flavored it's got spice characteristics that that um and i would say it does absolutely have those cabinet spices that we talk about um i don't i think where 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 I use the term muted or use the term basic is I'm not necessarily pulling out cinnamon versus, uh, you know, specific spices, but there is just this kind of general sense of kind of cinnamon toast crunch, uh, no, like cinnamon you know, characteristic there that's um, that's just as much of that kind of toasted bread character as that faint cinnamon uh, note. So a very, very flavorful, very tasty cigar. For me,
0: the... I don't know what the flavor hook is here. Mm. And I feel like the intensity on the pairing, spot on. I think this pairing works. We'll get into our scores here in a second. And I think it works because they're contrasting types of flavors. This cigar is earthy. You got a black pepper spice to it. <coughs> it's a bit ramped up in that area. The beer is very much to me on the opposite end of things Mm -hmm. sweeter Mm -hmm. and i think at least for me a lot of that cabinet spice that you're talking about is coming from the beer Mm. or it's being highlighted by the beer and i think that the for me the flavor hook is the lack of a flavor hook with the spicy uh black pepper from the cigar and that kind of sweet stewed fruitiness from the beer goes very very nicely
1: yeah no i um I can get with that, I mean, I definitely get caramel characteristic, and at one point mm. i was I was kind of uh from the beer from the beer yep. the caramel characteristic um and and if i if I describe this as you know a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch with chocolate milk and then you put some caramel in there, i mean mm. that just sounds great they they don't they're not necessarily flavors that are building each other up, but they're very congruent you know yeah. they're they're going mm, well together. Good um and it's funny that you say that you think this the baking spice is coming from the beer at one point i was kind of going back and forth and wondering which one yeah. is contributing contributing that in, in a higher <laughs> ratio um i think that it's probably in um the both of them a, a little bit and it maybe comes out and is more um noticeable in the beer because of the sweetness um but you're right. It's, it's not an obvious flavor hook like, oh, you clearly get cinnamon in both or you clearly yeah. get chocolate in both. Um, but they're working very well together. Yeah, yeah. So maybe within a few seconds of each other. Um, we'll see if we can do this. <laughs> if you don't mind, <laughs> I'd like to say I'm going to give this, a, this pairing a thumbs up.
0: Rob? Randy, I would agree. I'm going to go thumbs up as well. <laughs> we, did <This> is, <laughs> we did. This is uh, clearly something we're working on here. Not, Took to, us
1: 15 episodes. not to say
0: I give it a thumbs up and then have Randy say, well, I did it for five minutes or vice versa. Usually it's vice versa. You give your score and then I just go into some weird analogy about the ocean. And then and then I tell you, oh, yeah, it's kind of a thumb sideways. No, this is this is definitely a thumbs up for me. I think this particular beer would pair with a lot of
1: different stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, on the strong, like stronger, a Mm. lot of Nicaraguan cigars. Yeah,
1: no, no, again, it's got to be a full bodied cigar to be able to. to, You're not uh, throwing a Connecticut at this. Right. No, you're absolutely right. But it's funny that I I do agree with you on that. And it's kind of funny because a lot of the beers that we've done on this show or in preparation to try and put together a pairing for the show, um, the sweeter beers can Mm. often, like in my mind, I'll think it's a good pairing. And then we'll get it together and find out that it was just too sweet and it kind of ran over some of the nuanced flavors mm. of the cigar. Um, I don't think this is happening uh, with this pairing at all. And, and you might be right. This this beer might just be uh, well-suited to, to pair with, especially if you've got some spice going on in the cigar um, that uh, isn't going to get run over. But, yeah, no, uh, I, think, I think it's great, and I do look forward to pairing some other cigars with that beer. Yeah, definitely. And this is a beer... Um,
0: that I haven't really sought out, and I'm gonna. I'll, this is where the marketing side of me comes in. I shop with my eyes. Yeah, I judge it by its cover, mm-hmm. Randy, which I'm not supposed to do. <laughs> I I don't find the packaging appealing at all. To me, it looks. It's the kind of beer that I look at and look away from. Which is weird because their packaging, for the most part, at North Coast is really cool. Yeah. And this isn't bad. It has kind of an old, like a 60s Christmas, 50s Christmas vibe to it mm. with the red and gold. And
1: I don't know. I just, I feel like this is a beer that I always look past. Yeah. But um, it certainly doesn't grab you, especially yeah. in, t- in today's, you know, a lot of the beers, shoot, just the brewery that you work for make, you know, and focus more on. Kind of some vibrant colors, some interesting sure. graphics. But it, it's you know, it's been it draws like draws you in a little more.
0: This one in particular, for me, for whatever reason, and um, when it was suggested, as soon as I heard the name, I said, "Oh yeah, that's the beer that I never buy because I don't like the way it looks." <laughs> 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 but it's, if you see it and on the shelf when I bought it, it was sitting right next to. They come in four packs. It was sitting right next to four pack for ten bucks. It was sitting right next to a four pack of. Uh, old Rasputin, and to me, Old Rasputin is so much more
1: eye-catching.
0: Like I grab, yeah. I would, I bought that beer the first time. I had knew nothing about it. I bought it because the bottle was cool. Yeah, and it turned well, out it was it, a great it's beer. It's like
1: black and gold. So I think that better uses the contrasts. It's just got a much cooler graphic. This to me is sure. just a
0: little bit boring. Yeah. So I, I tend to look past it. I do that with cigars too, and I really shouldn't. But you know, it is what it is. But you could say the same thing. Like you look at uh, some of the more simple branding tatuaje very simple love it yeah and like you know those were some of the cigars i sought out at the beginning just because i thought they were cool because their bands are really small Hmm. totally different but whatever we're getting off on a tangent but i think this beer would would go well with a lot of things it reminds me a bit of the brown sugar Mm -hmm. that we did a few episodes ago without the hops right and i think that's the key for me is the lack of that hop bitterness that lends this to being the type of beer that's going to pair well with a lot of different things, in my opinion. Because that hot bitterness for me threw it
1: off. Yeah, that's right. I remember that.
0: So we're going uh, thumbs up on this one. Yes. And we're kind of coming towards the end here, Randy. We've got uh, maybe a few minutes left. The close of the year. Yes. the end of uh,
1: 2019 already. Good Lord. Well, and speaking of thumbs up and uh, new additions, though, we... uh, you, Just, dude, uh, new edition. I love new edition back in the day. I still uh, listen to that. Uh, Mr. We, Telephone we, Man? Come on. <laughs> we, uh, uh, based on audience requests. Nothing. I get To about. go back. And um, we had uh, a good friend of ours, Bob uh, Hotep, uh, Troy, uh, had asked. We're Facebook friends now. Oh, good. He's a good dude. I like Troy a lot. Uh, but he, he hadn't seen the show and kind of uh, checked in. Uh, A little later in the season and was asking if there was a a place where he could just go and see where we had uh, given thumbs up and try and get some ideas of of what some of the pairings that we've liked so far this season were. And so uh, we all worked together to put together a sheet. And Jordan informed us today that uh, there is now a landing page on CigarDojo.com. If you go in there and, and search Flavor Odyssey, I'm sure you will find... A, a nice little one-sheeter that will tell you the beer, the cigar, and the rating. Uh, Rob's thumbs up, thumbs down, or sideways. And Randy's uh... <laughs> the sideways was only like one episode. Uh, and so uh, you know, if if you haven't got a chance to see all the shows, or if you just want to go back and uh, kind of revisit some of the pairings and see what. Uh, we thought did work well together. Um, we invite you to go over to CigarDojo.com and check that sheet out. And I'm sure we'll, we'll be putting it up on our uh, social media sites um, as well, giving you guys the link to that. And, uh, so hopefully that guides you guys. You know, it's the holidays if you're going to have some friends over and family over and you wanted to host your own pairing. Uh, that might be a, a, a good place for you to find um, at least some ideas uh, for you to, you know, riff off of, find what's locally available to you. And uh, you can kind of uh, host your own pairing uh, for the holidays. I have such a hard time taking you seriously. Because <laughs> you're over here you're like,
0: hey, you know, thank you guys so much. And I'm just like, It's Jack.
1: <laughs> anyway, no, that's a good
0: point. And there's we've I don't know if we've actually said it on the show. But uh, this is now available as a podcast.
1: Yes. So you can Great find thanks.
0: Flavor Odyssey uh, pretty much anywhere you download podcasts. Right. Apple. Google uh, Play Store. Stitcher. Spotify. Spotify SoundCloud. SoundCloud. All that stuff. If there's a place where you get your, some random place that you get your podcast from and we're not there, uh, let us know. We'll get it posted up. Yep. Please subscribe and do all the stuff that people always ask you to do because. Five stars. <coughs> yeah, all five. Five. Yeah, four stars will find you. You know, three stars, you're done. That's it.
1: I've got a lot of airline miles, and, and we will come to your town. <laughs> that's a
0: that's that's actually
1: a threat, Randy. Now this is going to be
0: used. Now this is going to be used. I'm going to have to testify. No. Um. Anyway, no. We we really do appreciate you guys, and uh, like I said, I hope you guys are all uh, interacting so you can get involved in this giveaway, and uh, we just really support or really appreciate the support the The show's really taken off, um, you know, a lot faster I think than uh, at least that I anticipated. I knew we would do this and it would be a good time. I didn't realize that it would, uh, you know, we'd be sponsored by Drew Estate, and we have every podcast. You guys can listen to us all at these different places. And um, one thing that that really has has changed for me is I'm I'm not new to cigars. I've been doing this for a while, relatively new to the dojo community, and I feel like I've gotten to know. A lot of you guys, because of the show, Mm -hmm. close Facebook friends, you know, texting, direct messages, that kind of thing. And that to me has really kind of re-energized me personally in just in the cigar community in general. Uh, On on the media side of things, it can get maybe a little bit taxing, get a little bit jaded because you see all the same stuff over and over again. But, uh, and the same people, and not like I don't like the people, you understand what I'm saying. It just gets to be the same thing over and over again. But uh, I've met a lot of new people, and from all over the country, and with traveled with Eric and met some of you guys in person. And just had a great time. So, mm. I I want to say thank you to the Dojo community for welcoming me, um, as kind of a relative newcomer to the community. So, uh, yeah, that's I don't. Cheers. That's yeah, that's that's
1: beautiful. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you.
0: I was I was trying to to uh, you're you're an emotional guy, Randy. I was trying to get you uh, choked up, get you vaclamped maybe a little bit. <laughs>
1: No, I think everyone in the dojo um, that's ever met me or seen me post or hell just watches the show knows I'm excited as heck about uh, being part of this community. And uh, like you said, I mean, the friendships that that grow digitally and then we go to the events and see how many people come out from all over the country to uh, engage, uh, you know, face to face um, with people from various walks of life. But we all share the passion for um, for flavor, for Premium cigars and and for the community uh, based around it, uh, it is an absolute honor and pleasure to be part of the Cigar Dojo um, on both sides. Just you know, uh, posting on the app and obviously, I I'm what an honor to be here on the show. And, uh, so big shout out to Eric and Jordan for opening their uh, their their side of the community and the, their doors to let us build a little West Coast uh, studio out here and uh, do this show with you guys. So. Uh, yeah, I'll, happy I'll, holidays and thanks everybody I'll never forget, I got that text from
0: Eric And we were looking for that fourth person to come at, to IPCPR And he's like, do you know a guy named Randy Griggs? I was like, yeah, I know that guy <laughs> like, well, I mean, what do you think? Should he, should he come to IPCPR with us? I'm like, ah, I don't know yeah. I mean <clears throat> uh-huh. And then we found out how you travel Yes And we knew we would have coffee every morning, so no. and then i was in yeah <laughs> and then you're, no, I'm kidding. no yeah it's been a blast and uh we just want to wish everybody a merry christmas yeah. happy holidays whatever it is you celebrate i uh, hope that you can uh enjoy that with your family and uh we'll see you guys and gals uh next year Indeed. in 2020 everybody have great holiday be safe happy healthy and we will catch you next year as the odyssey continues